Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So today we celebrate the feast of the Holy Family, but also our own family. You know, what this Sunday is uh, expressing to us is that God, by becoming like us and being born into the earth and being part of the family of Mary and Joseph, you know, Jesus bless each family. You know, that each family is a gift from the Lord. Now, we can choose friends. You no, know? We can choose co-workers, we can choose um, you know, the church you go to, <laughs> but we cannot choose our families, uh, at least our biological families. And I said earlier that you know, families, they are the most important people of our, in our lives because they can be the greatest source of love, of comfort, of consolation, but at the same time, there are moments that us, we can cause pain to one another, and we can live in regrets and also in deep sorrow, um, especially if relationships are broken. So my proposal for you this morning Uh, for you present here and those who are tuning in, um, just to reflect on what, how can faith in God can help us deepen in our relationship with our families? How our faith in the Lord, if you like, can lessen our regrets? Number one, To be able to move forward from pain and hurts that is caused by the people that we love or those whom we have expected to love us but at the same time hurt us, I would like to propose to open your hearts to the compassion of God. If you have been hurt by your father or your mother or your brother or your sister, allow God to father you you so that you can be a father you wish you had. Allow Mary and Joseph to be your parents so that you can break that cycle of pain and bitterness and you can start again. So you don't draw out from those painful memories that you had or the lack of love and the lack of compassion you received from your parents and allow Joseph and Mary to be the parents you wish you have so that you yourself can parent your child or your children, like the parents you wish you have. 
So what I'm saying to you is that because of faith, because you believe in Jesus, because you believe that God is your Father, because you believe that because of our baptism we have communion of saints, that we are connected not just physically but spiritually, you know, your soul, or if you like, your heart, the center of who you are, not just the beating heart, but the center of who you are, where you carry memories of joy, of delight, of sorrow, of bitterness, you know, allow your soul to be refreshed by your faith in God. Now, this is very hard because we tend to cling on to memories we tend to cling on to hurts because they do something for us. But what kind of person are you becoming if you cling to pain and hurts? And then what kind of brother or sister or mother or father or grandparents you become when you're clinging to those hurts and pain? This is not to lessen what had happened to you or to me, but what I'm saying is that there can be a new way, a new beginning, a new start for you and for me because of compassion. You see, the word compassion, and many of you have heard this, no? the other way to translate it is just by looking at the words. Passion can mean pain or suffering, you know, the passion of the Lord. You know? Com means to be with or to come alongside with. No? Compassion means to suffer with. No? And this is what we're hoping that no, the church is creating for you a place or a family because of your faith in God and your belief in Jesus, that the church can become a place of compassion for you not to fix your problem or to remove your pain, but to actually to come alongside you in your moments of pain and sorrow. No? So that whatever happened to you in your family, no, you don't draw out from those memories and experiences, but now because of faith in God, because of your relationship with the Holy Family, Jesus, Joseph, and Mary, or because of by your faith community, your spiritual family, then you can begin again. So compassion can help us you know, to experience that we are not alone, that there's another opportunity, a new beginning, a new way to start loving and living as God intended families to be. Secondly, aside from compassion, you know, communicate well that you really appreciate each person in your family. You see in the, in the gospel today, uh, you know, Simeon told Mary, you know, uh, this child, he will be the rise, uh, be a blessing and also to determine the rising and the falling. And a, pierce, <clears throat> a sword will pierce your heart 
Uh, and we see that in like the sorrowful heart of Mary. You know? It's not that because Jesus will uh, make Mary cry, you know? uh, but because uh, there will be a lot of people who will believe but also won't believe in Jesus. But when I was reading that, I was thinking of my mother. You know, how many times I pierced my mother's heart. I'm, I'm not a good son growing up. I made my mother cry a lot. You know? And it took me about, my mom and dad, they're in their own way, they're very faithful, they're very generous in loving me, you know, in doing what they can. But the thing is, um, I haven't really communicated well that I appreciate what they've done for me, or what they continue doing. It took me about 23 years to be able to say, I care for you, I love you, thank you. So my encouragement for you to lessen regrets and sorrow, I believe, is to communicate well that each person matters to you. Now, whether they love you more or less, it's up to them. But what what you can do is to learn to communicate well that you value each person by words and also by action. Now, if you haven't received much love and affirmation and confirmation and validation, no, you are probably like me, love deprived. No? So how does faith in Jesus, how does faith in God can help you to communicate and to express well? There's two recommendations for that. Number one is the scripture. You see, the Bible in the Psalms, particularly my favorite part of the Bible is the Psalms, because they communicate well and express well their pain and their sorrow, but most especially their blessing, their thanksgiving, their gratitude. So for the elderly here, the grandparents, so if you're a single person, if you're a widow, and you're not living with your families anymore, you see Simeon you know, carried Jesus and blessed God. And then he turned to Mary and Joseph and blessed them. You see, you can be a source of blessing to the people around you. you know? Will you allow what happened to you to become a source of bitterness or can you actually turn that to make you a better person? No, those are choices. No? The circumstances in your life, the situation in your life, you can have a couple of choice. You can be bitter. And that's where you draw out and that's what you communicate to people. Or you can draw you can bring it to the mercy and the compassion of the Lord and turn it to become a better person. But the scripture can help you with that. You know, stories of conversion, stories of people coming to faith and they being able change, to, to be changed from within. Secondly, is to practice. You know, um, It's very uncomfortable to say, I love you and I care for you. Uh, believe me, I, I find it difficult too. No? 
so I tend to do it by action, and I would assume they will pick up the message. <laughs> you know, can you read between the lines? <laughs> can you, you know? Uh, how can you say I don't care if I've been providing for them and, you know? Uh, we cannot assume that the people we love know that we truly care for them and love them if we haven't really expressed it well enough. You see, actions are good, but our hearts, you know, we like affirmation, we like validation, we like confirmation, we like encouragement. You know, to know that we are still valuable, that we're actually making a difference in the hearts and the lives of the people we love. So scripture and practice, you know, practice what you read, practice what you believe, they are very important. Lastly, you know, compassion can help you to make a fresh start. You know, what you have received, not have received from your family, you can invite through faith, no, that the Lord can give you what you did not receive from your family. No, you can receive from your spiritual family or from the holy family or the families of the saints. And then to communicate well that each person is important to you. Lastly, just my encouragement, no, how can faith reduce your regrets? Cherish its moment and its person today. We have witnessed that this year life can be very, very fragile. Oh, it's not just today, but when sickness comes, when our businesses fail and some people have to move abroad, and our families can be separated, or when because of pain and bitterness, you know, people make decisions and then that results to broken families. My encouragement for you is that to invite the Holy Spirit to help you cherish each moment, grab every opportunities to love well and to be generous because we don't know how long we will have each other. And I said to you, it can be just a momentary, uncomfortable awkwardness rather than a lifetime of regrets. So how does faith can help you to cherish each person and each moment today? In the Bible, it says, Lord, teach us to number our days so that we may gain wisdom of the heart. Uh, to put before you that, you know, if our life is given by God, you know, what we do with it is our gift to God that even if we get separated in this earth, we will have a chance to have a reunion in heaven. 
So how does will help this will help you to cherish its person and its moment? You know, Jesus said, "Love one another as I have loved you." People will know that you are my disciples. You are a follower of Jesus if you have love for one another. And for the Lord, you know, at least some uh, studies would say he lived up to when he was 33 or early 30s, no? But for some, they live very young. No, for some, they live up to 88. No? But my encouragement for you is to allow the Lord to see the value of each moment, to cherish the person next to you as much as possible, to show them that you are a disciple of Jesus. Whether they return it to you or not, it's their problem. <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is that, you know, if you can actually create a culture of love and life with your family, you know, whether the Lord give you eight years together or 88 years together, there's always a hope that we will see each other in heaven. And there we can continue to cherish one another. It's very painful, huh? When our family members passed away or we get separated from them or families are broken. God doesn't want that. And we don't want that. But it happens. It's life, isn't it? So my encouragement for you um, is to allow your heart to experience compassion, that you can learn to suffer with one another, to communicate well that you really care, then that each person is valuable to you. And lastly, not to worry too much about the future, you know, consider it, you know, prepare for it, but do not lose sight of what God has given you today, each other. You know, and cherish each person with the help of the Holy Spirit. And if you find it difficult to actually do that and express that, you know, learn from the Word of God. So let's continue to create a community of love, a culture of life. And we can do that by compassion, by communication, and by cherishing one another. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.